The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast where your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Larissa Moore. It's Wednesday the 18th of March. In your Squiz today, Australians travelling overseas are told to come home. The US to start moving troops from bases in Iraq. Uber's lost and found index and the winner of the Razzies. This is your Squiz today. The battle against coronavirus is really being fought on two fronts, Claire, containment so that our health system isn't overwhelmed, and then cushioning the economy so that the impacts on jobs and businesses are minimised. Let's look at the containment and health angle first this morning. There are questions over whether current containment strategies go far enough and whether keeping schools open is the right decision. The government has already, as we know, imposed travel bans and put a limit on crowd numbers of 500. So that's been done. But it seems that yesterday, senior political leaders and senior uh, health experts have been locked up talking about what the next measures look like. We're talking about schools, recreation sites, and also uh, reducing that number that can be at a static gathering. So, you know, things like sitting at the football or whatever it is. So, or in a restaurant even. So, yeah, lots more work to be done and we can probably expect something on that in the, in the coming days, if not today by the sounds of things. As for the economy, Finance Minister Matthias Cormann was doing some pretty heavy expectations setting at a press conference yesterday. He said businesses will close and Australians will lose their jobs. Yep, that's going to happen and is already starting to happen by all accounts. You don't have to look far into a newspaper today to see pictures of empty shopping malls, so the impact on retail uh, is there. Also, uh, lots of restaurants and bars are saying that they're not getting crowds through. Uh, Also, Jetstar and Qantas yesterday announced uh, a big slash in seats, about 90% of their international capacity and 60% of domestic seats have been been slashed. It's a really big thing that's coming down the line. Tourism, uh, education, all sorts of industries already hurting. A few quick notable updates now and the big news overnight really was the new advice from DFAT, Claire. Yeah, the Department of Foreign Affairs and Trade says that any Australians who are currently overseas who want to return need to get on a commercial flight home ASAP. Mm. More countries are closing their borders and they're concerned that citizens will be stuck. And in finance news, the stock market recovered a little after its giant fall on Monday, with the ASX coming up 5.83%. The US and European markets did a similar thing overnight, so there's still a lot of volatility. And in news out yesterday, the first human trial of a vaccine to protect against the pandemic started in the US, Claire. Doctors are hopeful that it's going to lead to something, but even if they're on the right track, it's a 12 to 18 month long road uh, to get them to develop something for mass use. In international news, Claire, the US will begin moving troops around in Iraq in the coming weeks. They're leaving three of their eight bases in the region. It's a big sign that President Donald Trump really wants the US out of foreign conflicts. So there's a lot of volatility in Iraq at the moment. The US and Iran has seen tensions rise quite a bit recently. And in Iraq, there are Iran-backed militias that have been targeting coalition forces. So something that the US has has on its mind. Those three bases where they're uh, pulling out of are in a fairly volatile area. They're going to be redeployed to other locations in Iraq. 
Back home now and figures just released show house prices in Sydney and Melbourne were growing at their fastest rate in three years ahead of the coronavirus outbreak. Yeah, that takes us to the December quarter. So we'll have to wait and see what the official data says about how home prices have grown as we started 2020. We know from what's happened in the market in January and February that there were some pretty good returns, particularly in Sydney and Melbourne. But last weekend, there were reports of numbers of people turning up at auctions uh, starting to dwindle. So it's something, of course, that that industry really has an eye on and anyone who's looking to buy or sell a house uh, might be feeling a little bit uncertain about in these times. Uber have released their 2020 lost and found index. And if you're a particularly absent-minded person, and I don't know how you're going to do this if you are, but try and remember that Thursday and Friday afternoons are when you're most likely to leave your phone in Uber. (laughs) And particularly if you're in Mumbai, that's where people (laughs) are the most uh, forgetful. And you can imagine what a nightmare it is for taxis and, of course, for those ride-sharing services to try and return goods to people. There's plenty of good stories about the success of that, but there's also plenty of tales of woe of losing phones and documents and important things. So yeah, hang on to your phone on those Thursday, Friday (laughs) afternoons. Some of the more unique lost items include mangoes, safari (laughs) suits, military shoes, uh, artificial teeth. (laughs) Why are you travelling with a safari suit? That's hilarious. (laughs) Let's not ask these questions. (laughs) The Golden Raspberry Awards have been handed out, Claire, to their likely unwilling recipients. The Razzies are the opposite of the Oscars, really, and they go to the very worst in the film industry. Who won or who Lost, oh, yeah. How, you, <laughs> how, do, how do you say it? Cats won the Razzies. Uh, uh, well and truly. <laughs> it won Worst Film, Worst Supporting Actress. That was Rebel Wilson. Worst Supporting Actor. That was James Corden. When we're looking at Worst Actress for the year, it's Hilary Duff for a movie called The Haunting of Sharon Tate. I didn't hear about that one. But no, Maybe neither. there's a reason That's for that. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, Worst Actor, John Travolta. A couple of mentions for him. These actors usually take it with um, a really good sense of humour, which is all you can do, I guess, when you're being called out for a bad performance. Even Dame Judi Dench got a nomination for her role in Cats, first for her career. And I love the story too that even she hasn't been to see Cats, she just can't bear to, so (laughs) that's tough. And in some nice news for the day, the very excellent and kind TV show, The Great British Bake Off, is getting a new host, comedian and actor Matt Lucas. I know, and he'll be awesome. He joins Noel Fielding, so it's going to be Noel and Matt, which will just add, I think, to many people's sense of joy of watching Great British Bake Off. How this has all come about, though, is that uh, Mel and Sue, the original hosts who did it for seven series, uh, did an interview saying that they actually quit on day one because the producers were really heading in a direction that was making the show quite aggressive and quite combative and they just said that they weren't up for something like that but luckily it changed tack and it is what it is which is a really delightful show about baking and that kindness really i think makes the show what it is if you want to read more about that head to the squiz today email there's more on that story claire what music lyric do you have stuck in your head today that relates to something in the news 
I've gone for Selena Gomez's um, Kill Em With Kindness because, of course, we've had the great British Bake Off, but our squiz sayings today, too, is a nice one. There's a new term going around called caremongering, and it's a little movement that sprung up on the internet in Canada, and the hope is that in looking after vulnerable people via social media, you know, taking checks about who needs what, getting them some groceries, making sure they're looked after, uh, that we're looking after each other in what is going to be a really interesting Mm. period of time. And speaking of kindness and taking care of each other and ourselves, if you know of anyone who is feeling a bit overwhelmed by what's going on in the news or a bit anxious, let them know about the Squiz Today email and podcast. It's a great option for staying up to date without feeling saturated, which can definitely happen in times like this. Take care and we will talk to you tomorrow. The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesquiz.com.au.